outside of that. Outside of that. This was years ago, y'all, when I was in my 20s, okay? This is when I found out who the fuck I was. Because I didn't know who the fuck I was, okay? I was married. So, I, at that point, I had been married for almost two years, all right? With the nigga for three. So... It's a story before this one, but I have to tell y'all that another time so and y'all can blend it together, okay? Because I was faithful, I was submissive. Um, it's like I was definitely abandoned, okay, as a spouse. I ain't gonna lie. I had been keeping my eye on this nigga at work, all right. And it was in 2010, early 2010. So I was keeping my eye on this nigga at work and shit. And I was like, he was so attractive to me, okay? So I just, like, the more I seen him, the more I was like, damn, I can see myself with him and shit like that. He worked hard and stuff like that, XYZ. So this nigga, right? So anyway, me and him, we started talking and shit and getting to know each other and stuff like that. So, husband at home, still not doing what he's supposed to do. So, I'm starting to get to know this dude on the other end, just on the talking level. So, then, once I just knew this nigga was for me, we was clicking. We was clicking like a motherfucker. Baby. We started, then we started, well, he told me he loved me, just basically off our conversation and shit like that. And we started fucking this shit. This is when I discovered, like, a different, like, sexual side of myself. Like, with the husband, I was boring. I was plain. Just regular, plain, boring, ain't turning up, ain't doing nothing. Because he wasn't doing pretty much of nothing either. But with the new nigga, I discovered some other shit that came out of me. Like, it was a whole freaky side I had never known I had. Okay? So, me, I'm doing all kinds of shit. I'm sucking this nigga dick through. I'm pulling, while he at work, I'm like, come outside, meet me upstairs on a such and such flow and shit like that. I had a crown bit then. I let the crown bit down, out window down and shit. And I'm sucking that nigga dick through the motherfucking window on his break without him fucking knowing what, what I was up to and shit. And then we fucking in the cars and fucking inside the job and fucking in the fucking cooler at the job. And all it was crazy. <laughs> Welcome to Real Black Content Forum Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Family today conversation, we're going to keep it in the village. Right? Today's conversation, beloved, we are going to stay inside of the village, right? And we're just going to have a... Um, we're going to have an adult conversation. And we want to, you know, we want to talk to our women folk, right? We want to talk to the sisters that's married. You know what I mean? Because um, 
We love you, sis, and we just seeing some activity. And we seeing some behavior patterns out of you. And as the man in the village, it's, um, you know, we have a right to be concerned. Right? Because once an activity is done for so long, that behavior pattern, it becomes part of the culture. Right? And we just don't want everything, sis, to be a part of the culture, right? Married black women, we need you guys to do us a favor, right? Please, sis, right? Please stop cheating on your husband with your co-workers. Because we can all see it, sis. We, It's not a hidden thing anymore. We see it. I see it. You see it. Everybody sees it. Right? And we, we love you, sis. And we don't want to see you mess your thing up. You got a beautiful family. And we don't. We do not want to see you mess your thing up, sis. You know what I mean? You know, here on Real Black Contents Forum Podcast, beloved, I want to say, you know, that we have always given our women, our sisters, their flowers, right? So before we even had this conversation, I want to say congratulations to all the women in our village that got a husband. Congratulations on getting married. Congratulations on... Get in that man, you know, go down to that courthouse with you and <laughs> y'all got that paperwork on each other, right? <laughs> y'all exchange them rings and you know what I'm talking about? That's a beautiful thing. But we got some sisters, man. They didn't go to the courthouse. They had that big wedding, right? So congratulations on that big wedding, that big reception. You know what I mean? You know, y'all had a little TT, a little Jamarcus coming down, holding the ring. Throwing the rice, right? Your colors were so beautiful that you guys picked out for your wedding. You know, the groomsmen was on fire. The bridesmaids was on fire. The reception was on fire. Y'all cutting that cake together, right? Y'all jumping that broomstick together, right? Come on now. We talking about the village now. Know what I mean? Let's go back, sis. Let's go back to in that reception. Or during that wedding ceremony, you guys had that, you had that candle, and it was both of y'all had the candle, and y'all was lighting that one candle together. You and your husband showing that oneness and spirit between the two of you guys, right? You know what I mean? And then some of you guys, y'all, you know, you had a glass of water, your husband had a glass of water, then y'all did the ritual where y'all poured. Y'all glasses of water into one vase showing the oneness. Or some of you guys didn't use water, you used it sand. But that was a oneness wedding ceremony that you guys had. And sis, congratulations. It's a beautiful thing. You are now a member of the wife tribe now, right? You got your own sorority now. Your wife, sis. That is a beautiful thing. That is a high position in our village. 
because every woman in our village they don't even get married unfortunately every single woman in our village is not honored that way but you found a man that honored you that way and when you guys were saying your vows it was such a beautiful thing man you know what i mean especially that part where you said you know what i mean forsaking all others as long as you live that's powerful sense forsaking all others for as long as you live but you know we've been saying something sis a little different lately we've been saying that after the wedding ceremony you had the honeymoon some of y'all went back to your you know your jobs and some of you some of you guys y'all wasn't working at all and then you you went into the workforce right and when you got to the workforce and you learning your job and you're getting acclimated to getting this money and moving around and we begin to notice that you've been carrying on at the job in a way that is going against what you stood for in your vows because nobody was up there when we came to your wedding nobody was up there twisting your arm making you say forsaking all others that's what that's what you said sis ain't nobody you know what i mean nobody had a gun to your head nobody made you do nothing this is what you said this was your promise before the congregation of witnesses right in front of your spouse and in front of the almighty god of the universe this is your proclamation right this was your declaration is that right unfortunately now black women marry black women we as your brothers have watched you guys turn certain industries and you have made them notorious for extramarital relationships now y'all took some of these jobs and made them breeding grounds for entanglements we see you at the plant jobs right we glad you got the job sis but you you know what i'm saying we watching you sis we see you at the post office department of transportation you guys are driving buses now united snakes military you got your uniform on you're serving honorably now right you're, you're doing your you're serving your country but we can see sis the uncle sam ain't the only thing you serving in that military now right board education y'all educators some of y'all is in warehousing because they're building up these walmart distribution centers and these amazon distros and these aldi's and these costco's they building these things all over the place and we see you showing up to work but you just ain't you get more than your money when you get there sis we was proud to see you in hospitality we was proud to see you in the restaurant industry we're proud to see you in the medical industry y'all cnas y'all nurses 
But y'all putting y'all hands on more than just the sick at these hospitals, sis. Y'all at Lowe's. Y'all at Home Depot. All these self-improvement industries. Right? Y'all at every call center of any kind. Collecting payments. Providing customer service. Black woman, we proud of you because you're doing it all. The only thing that we're asking you as your brothers. Is if you're going to be married, sis, be married, sis. We're noticing black women, married black women. At these workplaces, y'all are turning industries. And y'all are making them notorious now. For extramarital affairs now. Some of these places are becoming entanglement headquarters. And we all see it now. We can't act like we don't see it. We see it. I've seen it. <laughs> You've seen it. And most definitely, the security guard, the security team, they see it. Because all they do is sit back and watch the hidden cameras at the job. And where do they put these hidden cameras at, at these jobs? The hallways. The stairwells, the break rooms, the parking lots. And guess who's on these hidden security cameras? You on it. You have picked up a behavior pattern, some kind of spirit, some kind of mentality. Where you got to have yourself a workplace bay all of a sudden. You got to have you a man at the job all of a sudden. But you're one of the few ones that even got a husband. So, sis, what's up? You got to talk to us. Let us know what's, what's going on now. Because we seeing it. We are not blind. We see it now. And here you are, sis. At the job. You got a whole wedding ring on now. The last name. You got a whole new last name. You got a marriage license. But as soon as you get to this job, you sneaking up, you meeting up, you freaking up, and you rolling around in the bed with a man that you're not in covenant with, with a man that's not your husband since. And you sowing these seeds of infidelity, and these seeds will eventually destroy your own soul. Black woman, listen to me, sis. You are destroying your own soul, sis. You can't live in concealment. You can't live in deception. You can't live in manipulation and secrecy. And you can't you can't be so naive to think that you can't you can live underneath these energies and it won't take shape in other areas of your life, sis. You destroying your own soul. Hey, yo, check this out, right? We grown folks. We gonna have a good conversation. We just gonna <laughs> young with VJ. We just gonna come down the pipe with it, right? Two things must happen in order for you, sis, to be in that spirit of adultery, right? The elders call it two timing. You know what I mean? Because See, the foundation of an extramarital relationship is first you gotta you gotta tell a lie, and then you gotta live a lie. 
You know what I mean? And you have to live a lot in front of your husband, who this this man is your second self. He's the male version of you. And you got him thinking it's a monogamous shit going on, but ain't no monogamous shit going on. So now you're living a lie in front of him because you're faking like you you faking like you, you know, it's just y'all two in covenant and everything is all good. And then when you got to get out of the house to be what you don't supposed to be, you got to tell another lie, right? That's why the elders, they call it two timing. They are finna go to the store. That's a lie. They are finna go to the mall. That's a lie. Bay, I got to work late tonight. That's a lie. Bay, I finna go to my family member house. That's a lie. Bay, I finna go to my homegirl house. That's a lie. We gonna have ladies night tonight. We gonna go out and have some drinks. That's a lie, sis. Lie. 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 That has become you now. And once you tell a lie, once you live a lie, the truth has now become your enemy, sis. The truth can't do you no good no more because the truth will ruin what you got going on. You missed it. It's okay. I'm going to say it again. Once you tell a lie, once you live a lie, the truth has now become your enemy. You're putting yourself in a dangerous position, sis. You're turning your household, which is a sacred place, into something different now. You're turning your marriage from a relationship to a manipulationship. Because you can't do what you're doing without manipulation. But look at here, sis. We love you. You know what I mean? You on Real Black Couch at this point podcast. We ain't judging you. We in the village. We have a conversation. Because, see, we get it here. That's why we ain't judging. We get it. You know what I mean? You know, lust feels good. And it, it looks good. It smells good. Shit, we get it. You know what I'm saying? It, it's exciting. And, you know, you're living in a world where nothing matters. Right? Just you and him. You running around with your workplace, bae. And, uh, you know, that's your side, nigga. And you don't have the responsibility to no side, nigga. You don't have no responsibility to your workplace, bae. You ain't got to cook for him. You know what I'm saying? He ain't your husband. You ain't got to deal with his worst of man's mama. You ain't got to deal with his worst of man's family. You ain't got to deal with his begging ass kids. You know what I mean? If he got, you know... <laughs> Cause some of y'all got a husband that got outside kids, you know what I mean? And you when you deal with your workplace bait, you ain't got to be bothered with that shit. Now we get it, sis. We in the village together now. We not here to throw you under no bus. We get it. You can just pop up and have a good time with your workplace bait. You can go over your side nigga house and just have a good time. You ain't got to worry about washing his clothes and drying his clothes and folding his clothes. And he just a workplace bait. Y'all don't share no kids. Y'all don't share family. Y'all don't share bills. So you have the opportunity as an adult woman, right, to be able to spend some time with a man that you got no responsibility for. You ain't got to clean up behind your workplace bag. 
all you got to do is just show up get showered with compliments get some money every now and then get some gifts every now and then and then last but not least you know you're gonna get that sfd now i'm talking about <laughs> you know what i mean that s f d says that's what i call that stress fee dick right you're gonna get that stress free dick when you're out there in the streets or, or better yet you're gonna get that ofd right that means obligation free dick out there in the streets right because look at here you know sometimes beloved and we just gonna keep it real with our sisters you know obligation free dick to y'all i know it's gonna feel like the best dick because you know you don't feel obligated to fuck your side nigga it's it's like a you know when we see you with your workplace bays and y'all be so happy y'all smiling that's that free spirited dick sis you know that's that uh you know because we're not here to judge it we're just talking real right i would never tell you down we all live in the same village you know what I'm saying? We from the same place. We all understand each other. So we just going to talk, right? I'm just talking now at this point, right? You know, sometimes, right? Husbands stop courting their wives. Will you agree? Husbands stop dating their wives sometimes, you know? Husbands can get wrapped up in working and making the future and planning the future and being a father being a man being a provider being a protector and because husbands can become so occupied with just being you know what i mean when it comes to sex and intimacy sometimes you know he makes you feel as his wife obligated to give him some pussy just because just because he went to work just because he paid the bills just because he picked up the kids and dropped the kids off at school just because he paid your bills and he paid for you pay your car note and your cell phone and just because just because just because husbands walk around and you know just because he's married to you five years in ten years in 15 years in you know what i mean just because he can walk around and make you feel as though you just owe him some pussy you know what i mean you just owe it to him he ain't got to really do nothing you know he ain't got to really compliment you a lot of just because i'm the hub and you owe me some pussy and you know i can see sometimes sis how it's no fire and just cause sexual relationships just because it's the weekend i'm off and you off i want to give me some pussy you know what i mean just because uh uh you give me a back rub because <laughs> sisters be like god damn every time a husband give me a back rub he think that's time to just goddamn whip out the dick and start fucking <laughs> you know what i mean you just you feel like you owe her you know and husbands can get in that thing sis when y'all in the village talking we hear y'all we hear your grangs we hear your complaints you know what i mean just because you know um he tap you on your shoulder and 
He trying to get some just cuz pussy and you say, well, baby, I don't really feel like it. He got an attitude all of a sudden. But when you with your workplace, babe, when you with your side nigga, right? And he messaged you or you message him and he say, baby, I want you to come over. And you say, well, I can't come over right now. I'm on my period. And you know what your side nigga say? Baby, come over here anyway. I just want to see you. When you message your side nigga or your workplace bae and you say, baby, I'm just tired. I just, I'm tired. And he say, I don't care if you're tired. Just come over here anyway. I just want to look at you. I just want to see you. See, that does something to you. That does something to a woman. Right? Because now, you know, you're trapped in a world between obligation and freedom. Obligation with your husband and freedom with your workplace bay inside nigga you know what i'm saying it's a different kind of vibe you know when you uh when you fucking that workplace bay you know you're not really impressed about the sex for real for real but it feels better it feels good you can say no to sex without the judgment so just because you know you can say no, or you have the freedom to say no about sex because wives never tell their side niggas nah when it comes to sex they gonna always bust it open it's their freedom that allows them to bust it open sis we know what you got going on we ain't blind to what's going on we're in the same village we know when you're with your husband you can say yes to sex but sometimes that yes deep inside sis it make you feel like you're obligated you know what I'm saying? Truth be told, because, you know, all he ever did was he just being my husband. He he really ain't do anything to earn his pussy. That's what you're thinking. You're obligated. And three things about your workplace bay or your side, nigga, you can always bank on. Every time you in his presence, he going to compliment you. He going to make you laugh. He going to listen to you. That's a guarantee. But when you with your husband, you don't have that guarantee. Shit, this, this nigga might say something, goddamn, you with your husband. He might say something, piss your ass off. You was having a good day. He gonna say something to piss your ass off. But that side nigga, he ain't gonna never say nothing to piss your ass off. Because black husbands, you know what I mean? Shit, you know. You come to the village, man. These men act like they know everything. Listen to you. <laughs> Goddamn listen to you to do what? Goddamn it, you need some instruction. <laughs> Black husbands say hell if you ain't getting no instruction, you're headed for self-destruction. <laughs> this nigga ain't finna listen to you. Well, this, this is serious now. We being serious now. I'm, I, I hear your side. We all in the same village. We, I, I hear your side too. Oh, all I'm saying to you is this, right? All I'm saying is this. How did you get there? You got the workplace bait. How did you get there? What put you in this mindset? Because if you don't know, I know and I'm going to tell you what how you got there. How did you get there, sis? 
Baby girl, you're operating off the energy of lust at this point. That's all. You're just, you're just lustful right now. And Big Mama said, all that's in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Lust is a strong delusion, sis. Because it's never going to show you the full picture. That's why you see things. Obligation versus freedom. Because it's not the full picture. The lust of the eyes. And the lust of the flesh. Man, that shit got our sisters, man. When you first seen dude at work. And you said it in your mind. And you said it in your heart. Man, this nigga fine. Lust start working right then and there, sis. When you saw he looked good and he smelled good and he talked good, lust start working. So then, you know, you go up to meet the guy and then y'all started off just speaking. Then the conversation was 30 seconds long. Then it turned to five minutes. And then y'all wanted to communicate after work. You know what I mean? So it started with some DMs, with some text messages, with some emails. That means lust is increasing now. And then when you had to start, you know, you start finding yourself communicating a lot. And you had to start deleting some of these messages and these texts and these DMs. And when you start deleting communication with another man, you're already gone, sis. You're deleting that call log. You start deleting any form of communication that you got with your workplace, bay. You're already gone, sis. And before you know it, you're on the mattress now. You're on the mattress, sis. You are engulfed in the full manifestation of lust at this point. You're prisoner. You're a prisoner of lust now. What would drive a person? What would drive a woman that works so hard, have a beautiful family, husband, that will risk her career, her health, her reputation? Why would a woman put all that on the line for a workplace bank? What would make a woman sign up for a limited relationship where she can only meet a man in private? You know what I'm saying? For the most part, you really can't do nothing but leave your house and go to his house. I mean, it ain't like y'all can go to dinner or movies or go somewhere in public and take pictures and hold hands. And ah, damn, sis, if you start shooting bad and you get sick and you go to the hospital, man, that nigga can't even come see you there. But lust is the driving force behind it all, man. It's a powerful energy that will lure you into a trap. This is why you cannot play with certain things, man. You know what I mean? This is why you can't have certain friends, sis. You know, the elders back in the day, they wanted married folk to hang around with other married folk. Because unfortunately... We live in a village where, hell, you can see married women 
start hanging around single women. And then that's when they start getting crossed up and messed up. Because sometimes these single sisters, man, they begin to act as a message carrier from single men to married women. You know what I mean? So sometimes we, you can see Toya. Toya is married. Toya love her husband. But she got single chicks passing her messages. Jojo said this about you, Toya. Ray Ray said he think you fine, Toya. Hey, Toya, we going to happy hour when we get off work. You should come along with us. Hey, Toya, we going to the club later. You should come with us. And the whole time, these single chicks, they already know that the men that's asking about you, Toya, but you married, but they they know that these men is going to be at the places that they are inviting you to. They already know it. And then before you know it, one thing turns into another. And then they're going to go the way that it goes. Black woman, we love y'all. And we just want to see y'all tighten up, not lighten up. Because we had the job with y'all, sis. And it's bad out here now. It's so bad out here now, sis. Check this out. And this is something I've seen personally. It's so bad with married women running behind single niggas at the job that you can actually see a single woman that's at the job and she can't even meet none of the single men at the job because the married women got them all tied up. The married women already own it. He's single now. She running around with the workplace bay. I'm talking about the married woman. The single women can't even get to the dude. And I'll tell you what. That single woman bet not say nothing to that nigga at that job. Or that married woman going to have a problem with you. This is how bad women have gotten out the vi- in the village. Coming out of the village to these jobs. This is what they didn't. This is what we're dealing with now. <laughs> Lord, black woman, you done made a mess at these jobs. Man, y'all are making a mess at these jobs. You're working yourself into a situation that's going to be hard to get out of, beloved. I can tell you that much. You know what I mean? Because you're playing with lust and, you know, can a man or a woman take fire into their bosom and not be burned? You know what I mean? So, sis, you know, you got, you got so many people that we seen fire burn for generations now and we still watch y'all show up and play with fire but you know that's the power of delusion man that's the power of lust you know what i'm saying that's why you know if there's anything that we can't entertain i'm talking about energies now you cannot enter you just you got to stay at the lust arena because that shit will carry you here and carry you there and you're blindsided and you really can't see what's going on. And it's not going to show you the end result. It's just kind of show you what's in front of you. You know what I mean? Check this out. I've seen the lust for money ruin a whole generation of black males. Because they all got them some dope. You know what I'm talking about? Every corner boy, all they can see because lust, that lust for that money, man, it gave them that delusion that they couldn't see nothing but the money, the cars, the clothes, and the jury. But you know what their reality was? 
getting robbed, death, and jail. See, the lust didn't show them that part. See, there's a delusion. You're not going to go that far. You know what I mean? It never shows you the consequences now, right? And then, you know, I seen some other men thought they was going to be the biggest stick up kids on the block. You know what I mean? They're going to get rich. This is the lust for money now. Young men, a whole generation is wiped out. Stick up kids, right? And they just going to come up. They're going to hit this lick and that lick and they're going to get 25000 here, 50000 here, 100000 here. They didn't see jail and death, though, because it sure came with it. You know what I mean? In fact, man, it was some teens. It was like three teens in Chicago. And they went and robbed somebody. You know what I mean? And they got about... They got about, about 200 grand. Right? And while they was getting away, they got away. And the other two guys sitting in the car worked out a scheme. Say, let's kill the driver. We can have more money. We kill. And they turned around and... See, that's the part that lust don't show you. But there's no honor amongst thieves. Since there's no honor in the streets. Even though you got a workplace bay, you're still in the streets, sis. I can't, we can't get around that shit, baby girl. You're still in the streets. And on a safety issue, you know what I mean? Because we love you and we know it feels good, but it's toxic. You know, but we know it feels good to you, sis, but on that safety issue, you know, we don't want to see you trusting a man who doesn't respect you, baby girl. You know, giving your body to a man that absolutely has no respect for you and your family, that foundation is not, you're headed for disaster. A man of respect, I mean, he won't let you, I mean, he, he'll turn you down. I mean, he can see you fine and you can see he's attractive, but he, he'll turn you down because you're married. Cause he ain't gonna mess your shit up. He like, man, I ain't finna. You fine and everything. I hit you. <laughs> but he like, if we get caught, I mess your whole shit up. Even if your husband stay with you, he gonna be wounded. So he respect you enough. He won't do it. A man of respect is not gonna give a ten year old child liquor and weed. Cause he respect them. He respects their future. A man of respect is not gonna allow you to do a job for him. And then when it's time to pay you, he give you some counterfeit money. Because he know eventually you running around with this counterfeit money is going to get you jammed up. A person that do that is not going to, they don't respect you. So, you know, that's all I'm saying. Like people that respect you, they're not going to do nothing to jeopardize your future. That's not, that's not real, sis. They're not going to do that. So you're going into a home or a house or an apartment or a condo or some of y'all going on trips. Y'all meeting him with a man. He already the foundation. He don't respect you. Man, that's a dangerous game, sis. You know what I mean? That's a dangerous game. And I don't want to see you in the house. And then next thing you know, you getting assaulted. And, you know, because your ass ain't supposed to be over there anyway. Or something happened. He bring another dude out. You're getting gang raped. Or, you know, I don't want to see you on a hidden camera. You know, you trusting these dudes so much. Y'all going on. Y'all jumping in this bed. And you don't know if he got a hidden camera up or not. And the next thing you know. You on one of these freak sites and, you know, <laughs> it was, check this out. Black woman, I want you to do this for me. How about this? I want you to consider this if you consider nothing. Some of you guys are taking selfies naked. Y'all begin to trust side niggas so much. Y'all are taking naked selfies and y'all sending it to these dudes. 
when you get you some free time, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to go on Google and I want you to search black women selfie naked and then hit the search. Now, you're going to see a whole host of pictures of black women with selfies ass naked. And you got to ask yourself this question. How many of those women that you really think created a site or went and got an account on one of these porn sites? Just to upload their selfie, their half naked or naked selfie pictures on there. How, just think, just really think to yourself. Do you think, do you think these women is doing that? I want you to go and just. I know you don't like porn like that, but research some of these porn sites and just start looking at how the women are. You can tell they don't, they can't, they don't know the cameras in there. They just came over to bust a wild open for a nigga that they know and know what he did. He did what they do when you in the streets, sis. You got a beautiful family, black woman. We don't want to see you mess it up. We're going to leave it right there. We don't want to see you mess it up. But what y'all doing in these jobs, man, you got to clean it up. We all see it now. You know what I mean? We, we all see it now. And then, you know, when you get caught, and you're going to get caught because we live in the age of technology and Damn, man, when that husband leave you, man, that's going to be fucked up. I hate to see that shit happen to young girls. I hate to see that shit happen to young sisters, man. Because you just, you know, you can become acquainted with some of these young ladies through social media. And they, you see them with their husbands and they all going fishing and they going walking. They going on trips. They cooking meat for 4th of July and they, you know, they hanging out with their old man. But they just got, they went to work, they got caught up. And some of these men, these husbands, man, they ain't going to forget that shit. And you can't blame them. I mean, we can encourage black men to stay with the old ladies on this platform. But, man, it's just sometimes, uh, you know. <laughs> you can look in the comments, boy. These niggas ain't going for that shit. It's like, hell no. <laughs> You know, you know, you know, check this out. I say that like, check this out. Um, <laughs> yo, yo, check this out. Um, you know, sometimes, sis, you know, like I said, you know, this is the age of technology. I'm just going to put this on your mind. I was going to close out, but I'm going to put this on your mind because I'm going to just, I don't like to compare but I do like to compare. I'm gonna compare my generation to your generation, right? How about we just do that just for just for a little while? Cause we just talking, we shooting the bubble, right? You know, in the last 30 years, two things have exposed the behavior pattern of black women more than anything. Right? The DNA test, the paternity test, and cell phones, right? I'm just gonna share this with you. Back in the 90s, when men and women used to deal with each other and married women used to get out of pocket, the first thing that they side nigga would buy them is a phone. You know what I mean? Because a phone is kind of like um, that was his direct pipeline to communicate with you. And then oftentimes when men was out in the street, they, they may have a wife, but they, they use a the backup phone too. They didn't use a phone 
that they children and their family and their wife can call them on they bought a whole new phone this is in the 90s this is how they played it in the 90s right okay there's a couple of reasons why they did that you know what i mean street guys know how things work from the outside in and then street guys know how things work from the inside out so when a uh you was in the game with somebody the reason why your side nigga bought you a phone is because see at this time men understood how the cell phone bill works right so if you got a husband and you call it a nigga on your regular phone the way the cell phone bill works is that that bitch is so detailed if your husband just got a half a brain all he got to really know is three things all he got to really know is what time he go to work, what time he go home, and what time he go to sleep. And those cell phone bills were so detailed that if you text message somebody, it's recorded on the bill. What time, the you know, it had a number that texts you, it had a number that you text to. It had a number that you call, it had a number that you call you. So all the husband got to do is kind of match up the times where he's at and he can find you out. So street niggas knew this. So when they dealt with a woman, they'll buy her another phone. That'll take him, that'll keep him in the blind. But see, what I've watched, this generation don't do that. They use their own phone to talk to these side niggas, and that's how they get caught. Because eventually somebody go through the phone. And then y'all, you know, they so lazy now. There used to be a form of secrecy with dealing with a nigga on the street. With having a side nigga. Meaning like you didn't expose your family. But this generation is different. They got Facebook and they got Instagram. They got, you know, this she, you know, she's married. She got a whole husband, but she taking pictures with the, you know, her and her husband taking pictures and everything. And then, you know, her side nigga is on the Instagram sheet, on the contact list or the friend list. And her side nigga is on the Facebook. He's on the friend list. So he can see he know what your husband look like. He know what they didn't do that back then. It was like you kept your they kept their husbands private now you exposing your husband to the world your side nigga know what your husband look like which i always thought maybe because i'm just an older guy that's a dangerous game you playing you just never know the mind of niggas sometimes you don't put your husband out there like that first of all you ain't really got no business out there but damn if you out there in other words like big mama would say some of y'all is hoes and y'all not even good hoes you you don't expose your side nigga ain't got no business knowing what your kids look like or what your husband look like or what your mama and sisters look like. You don't do that. You know what I'm saying? The only thing or only person that should know about your side nigga as they do in the 90s is your best friend. She know where he stays. You know what I mean? She knows because just in case you're missing, she got to be able to find you. Back then, women always let somebody know where they was going. Somebody knew. That's how they played it. But that's one reason why the street nigga would get the wife a phone, right? Because he they in the game with her. The other reason is this. See, street niggas knew that these you know, these cell phones is they nothing more but tracking devices for real. Depending on what company that you go with. So if you got a Galaxy or a Samsung, Samsung is in business with this. A particular GPS or mapping, you know, group. And if you got an iPhone, iPhones are in, um, they're in business with this particular GPS and mapping group. 
So back in the 90s or early 2000s, what, what niggas used to do in the street was they would get they uh, they would get their chick a side phone because she got a husband. And what the women used to do back in those days was when they left the house, they would um, use their side phone, the second phone that they side nigga gave them. And they would take their main phone and they would do a call forwarding. So anybody that called their main phone, the calls would go to their second phone. They would leave their main phone tucked away at the house somewhere. The reason why they did that because these cell phones is tracking devices. If your husband get a half a brain and he can figure out who do Galaxy do business with or who iPhone, he can figure out, he can go look at your whole mapping and find out everywhere you've been since you had the phone. See, street niggas know this kind of shit. But you look at these young people, they don't know this kind of shit. So when they get caught up and they hug and say, well, where you been? And she lying. He know where you been. He got your whole thing. <laughs> he got your whole thing. He got, he see where you been. He got the whole thing. He can look at the GPS and see where you been. Wives catch up a lot of husbands that way. They know what, they know where to go to find. They know the GPS mapping system that your carrier and your brand phone, they go along with. But street people already knew that kind of shit. And then you have to ask yourself, why are we going through all this trouble to do wrong and to be wrong at the end of the day? Why are we doing that shit for real, for real? Because you live in a generation now with the Internet. You can get any man you want. If you want to freak every now and then, you can get you a husband. They got all these online dating groups. Uh, websites that if you want a man that gonna let you fuck off every now and then you can find one if you want a man that's gonna be cool with an open relationship you can find one I think black women should be more invested into that because it's a protection aspect safety wise cause you don't wanna be out here trying to sneak and somebody fuck your whole shit up you get that's we talked about that on another conversation but that's some dangerous shit y'all playing when you don't have to play that these days you don't have to do that these days these niggas don't care about Man, you, you can find a um I know you sis, you can find a man that's cool with that because goddamn the internet is allowing men to find men. You know what I'm talking about? So if a man can find a man, you surely can find a man that's more tailored to your current behavior pattern or where you see yourself at in the future. You know, nobody's here to shame you to say something is wrong with you for trying to get you another piece of meat. Baby girl, we ain't doing that here. We ain't judging you here. We get it. You just want you another piece of meat. You like attention. You like lunches. You like compliments. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You want another nigga to give you some money every now and then. Baby, we ain't gonna... Ain't nothing wrong with that. The only thing that's wrong is you stood up and said you was gonna do different. If that's not who you are, don't act... That's not who you are. Nobody really cares. That's not who you are. Black women got to get out this thing of living life in secrecy because y'all are getting hurt. Side niggas is lining up these married wives for freaking and gang banging. Bustos, trains, they freaking y'all. They can use you against you, sis. That shit is dangerous. <laughs> Stop doing that shit. Especially when you don't have to do it. You know what I mean? So I'm glad you hang out with your brother VJ today.
And I want to leave you with this, you know. Um, every man is tempted. When he is drawn away in his own lust and enticed. And when lust have conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And when sin is finished, it's going to bring forth death. And we don't see, you know, we don't want to see your physical death, sis. And we don't want to see the death of your career. We don't want to see the death of your family. And we don't want to see the death of your relationship. So we asking you to just tighten up a little bit, black woman, and everything will be all good, all right? Just do what you said you was going to do. And be who you said you was going to be. How about that? Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. Real Black Content is Podcast, man. Big VJ, man. I get it with you guys later. Peace.